welcome to be simply this is she and I want to thank you for being here in this moment today we're connecting to our emotions we're continuing the conversation from last week where we talked about feeling and the beautiful aspect of our emotions is they give us a modality to express ourselves so today I want to take the concepts that I was sharing last week and build upon them. This aspect of being able to feel first an energetic frequency that's coming into our physical, mental, emotional, and soul being. And when that frequency enters our system, that gives us a feeling. And sometimes that frequency can be supercharged. And we can then immediately associate what that sensation is with an emotion, a story, maybe both, and then it sends us into reactivity and the expression of that emotion comes out physically, mentally, emotionally, or all of the above, spiritually. So when we start to realize, whoo, there's a frequency coming in, I'm receiving it, and what do I want to do with it? So Anytime anyone is giving you energy, negative, quote-unquote negative, or positive, a negative charge or a positive charge, meaning a charge of energy that's building or one that's intended to diminish you, it's still energy for you to harness and sip up. The hardest part is when someone is sending energy into you to diminish you, there's the ability that they will succeed and then they're taking energy from you because then you will send energy back their way in a reaction and then if they're wise but this would make them manipulative they would harness that back so when people manipulate people they're manipulating them so they could take their energy and harvest it for themselves or uh, harness it for themselves either one they're they're basically acquiring energy subconsciously or consciously for themselves so people will do this sometimes just to aggravate people to get a rise out of someone siblings will do this naturally where they might start poking fun at each other just to get a rise out of them and what's happening naturally is there's this exchange of frequency this exchange of emotions back and forth and then the words the actions lead to the expenditure of energy which was the initial infeed that you had so when we look at feeling into a moment into a situation then we can better assess what we need to do next now we have these things called emotions that in chinese medicine they account for these emotions to be connected to the organ system and also the energetic system that's the pathways that are going through your body which they would do acupuncture on and this is where we store and have balance and harmony within the organ system or disharmony and then that's an indicator that something needs to be done now if we just treat a situation let's just say we treat anger that rises up and we just allow it to calm down and then we don't really address what that ignition was then we're passing something by and potentially then what you're doing is pushing the reserve back down like anger stored in the liver 
you're pushing it back down in the liver and you're not fully letting that come back into balance into harmony because maybe you think it's the right thing to do uh, you don't really want to admit why you're angry uh, you don't want to reconcile why you're angry so you keep it and then each time that eruption occurs it gets louder and louder so with that being said i want to share with you the opportunity that we all have in this moment to really think about where we want to go next with our emotions and this is part of our own healing and transformation and, and realize that collectively we're evolving we're becoming more aware of how we operate in the world even with the development of artificial intelligence they're studying the human mind they're studying the brain they're studying neural pathways and some of this stuff has already been happen happening through media and other mainstream large organizations where they're like "Ooh, we can get the human to respond this way if we do this that's an energetic infeed then we have a feeling and then we associate to an emotion so what I'd like to do first is have us just sit down and attune to what we're feeling in this moment and then see what emotion has been around you today in this moment. Have you had an emotion in the most recent few hours of today? And just see what it is. You don't have to go into a story about it, but just notice, oh, I had the emotion of anger and Feel backwards if you would see the frequency that came in. Don't worry about the situation, but could you feel the actual energetic spark that started to trigger that emotion of anger? And then we can go into a more reflective nature about what the meaning was behind that. But I just want you to see what, what was going on. Did you feel joy? Did you feel happiness? Did you feel laughter? All these different things. So again, you have the feeling, the frequency that comes in, and then there's an attachment to an emotion and an expression of the emotion potentially depending uh, what you decided to do. So we're going to continue listening to that song Follow the Sun by Xavier Rudd and during that just allow yourself to just breathe with yourself naturally monitor what is coming in and out of the psyche and see what you've sensed today and see what maybe you've emoted today and that will give you a little pulse on that frequency and the emotion. Breathe 
that your intentions dream with care. Tomorrow's a new day for everyone. A brand new moon, a brand new sun. emotions you've been present with today and to also see if you could remember the frequency when it entered into the body and when we can become aware of that feeling before the emotion engages this is really powerful because then we're at a point of awareness where we can start to make choices it still might be a runaway cannon meaning that uh, you might react you might have to react but you can bring it back. You can always start to react and then bring it back. Depends who you're with and what you're doing and what's happening. So from there, what I'd like to do is welcome you in this moment to 
really uh, see what emotions you might have historically. And these emotions are a wide range of emotions, but they are pretty simplistic. And then they have like little antennas from their like little tentacles. So for example, uh, do you experience joy? Do you experience happiness, uh, laughter, levity? Do you experience worry or overthinking, uh, sadness, uh, fear, anger? <laughs> These are things that are stored in our, our body. And then there's, like I said, these little tentacles from there. So if we look at anger, this might also result in uh, different emotions or types of anger, envy. Uh, if we have sadness, this might be connected to grief also, but two separate activities that occur. Joy, there's happiness, there's levity, there's laughter. All these things are emotive that create a sense of an emotion that someone's happening, having. And say for sadness, that could be also linked, like I said, to grief, but it could be linked to depression. It could be linked to low self-worth, all these things that you may not be completely cognitive of on a conscious level, but subconsciously they're playing out. So in Chinese medicine, well, first of all, why don't you write down historically the emotions that you tend to uh, actually be really good at, that you are maybe a really good laugher, uh, maybe you're a great crier, but you could celebrate that. But just historically, what emotions do you emote? And like I said, there's a rainbow of them, and these are just benchmarks because we're going to tie it into Chinese medicine as they relate to the organ system. And then from there, write down the emotion that you're not so graceful with, meaning that that energetic field comes into you and maybe you're not so cognizant of really, let's say anger, for instance, you're not so cognizant of really speaking up on a regular basis. So therefore the anger builds. And then once that frequency really gets you, and then you might erupt and that emotion might be a little too harsh for people around you because you're not used to expressing it. So then uh, come back, turn this back on after you've written those two things down, the, one, the emotions that you feel you're really graceful at and then the emotion or emotions that you feel like, oh, that, that kind of is overbearing or not in balance in, in my day-to-day -day existence. All right, fantastic. So from there, what I'd like you to do is we're going to talk about uh, what happens is that our emotions can take a runaway, take us on a runaway train, and over time, then they can deplete us, and they can cause adrenal drain, they can cause heart problems, they can cause lung problems, and we can go in and get them treated like a band-aid. However, we're not addressing the initial frequency or situation, whatever it may be, that has caused the imbalance in the physical, mental, and emotional being. So when we look at the heart, for instance, in Chinese medicine, they will associate the emotion here to joy. And uh, emotion out of balance here is a lack of enthusiasm, vitality, mental restlessness, depression, insomnia, despair, confusion, anxiety, fidgeting, easily startled. So we can see where the imbalance is, right? By all these things I just listed off. Now, bringing them back into balance, and you'll be finding more joy in life, 
you uh, won't have this restlessness, your vitality will come back. And guess what? This is because the heart is pumping what? Blood through your veins. Oxygen is pumping through those veins. And when we have that fully back, then we will be in our optimal health, our optimal well-being. So the function of the heart regulates to the heart and the blood vessels. It's also influences the vitality of your spirit. And uh, this imbalance can potentially be something really important not to overlook because this is so connected to our emotions, our heart is so connected to how our soul kind of functions. So if we're carrying despair or sadness or something that's weighing on us from this lifetime into the next, then that can create further problems into the future. So think back and see, am I in balance? Is my men mental state calm? Do I feel vital, enthusiastic? Do I have any depression, insomnia, despair, confusion? Am I anxious? Do I fidget a lot? A lot of people don't even realize they may be able to put on a happy face, but they may have that compulsive bouncing of the foot, bouncing of the hand. Do you get easily startled? So think about there. If you do have an imbalance there, we can talk about that in a little bit. Worry, overthinking. Do you spend so much time in your mind overthinking things that you actually are creating an imbalance. And what happens is dwelling or focusing too much on a particular topic, excessive mental work, overthink, overthink, overthink. Over time, this is connected to your spleen. And what will happen is your food digestion and nutrient absorption. The first step uh, is to really get the blood and the chi moving so that you can bring this energy back in to help you bring back balance. So if you're spending too much time in your mind, you're removing the energy potentially from your digestive tract or literally, and this keeps you from being properly nourished. You might have weight gain, your bowels might be sluggish. So when we have this happen, uh, this is something to think about. So symptoms of an organ imbalance in this location are your tired, loss of appetite, mucus discharge, poor digestion, abdominal distension, loose stools or diarrhea, weak muscles, pale lips, bruising easily, excessive menstrual flow, and other bleeding disorders. So these are signs that, hey, you're worrying too much, you're thinking too much, uh, and everything's going too fast. Next one is lungs, sadness, grief, excessive sadness or grief, uh, detachment or uncontrollable crying. This creates a function in the lungs, which could lead to asthma, respiratory uh, control, sweat and body and hair, creates the chi, our lungs create the chi from the air and redistributes it through the body, works with the kidney to regulate water metabolism, important for your immune system, and helps protect the body from viruses, bacteria, and provides moisture to your skin, so you might have drying. Uh, suggestions of an imbalance in this area are shortness of breath, fatigue, cough, catching colds easily, fevers with chills, sore throat, runny nose, headaches, asthma, chest depression, pale complexion, dry skin. So unresolved sadness or grief are happening here. Fear. So these, these might be 
and I want to stop right here real quick, is that these might be symptoms that you're having, but you kind of put them aside. You're like, oh, you know, I have a cold, no big deal. I'll just take some over-the-counter cold medicine and I'll move on with my life. My skin's a little dry, not going to worry about it. But over time, this continues to build up and the imbalance gets greater and greater and it takes more work to bring it back into harmony. The, the nice thing is about identifying the emotions that are connected to these organ systems is that gives you a little place to start with, a little thing to say, oh, gosh, you know, I'm having these symptoms. I don't know if it's my heart, but, you know, and I'm also a little depressed. So you can start to think, okay, I'm going to work with the emotive part of me and see what I can unravel. And then I'm going to start to think about how I can support my emotional body, my physical body, my mental body, and see what comes into balance from there. Next aspect is kidneys, fear, emotions, out of balance, fearful, no willpower, insecure, aloof, isolated. And this, the kidneys are responsible for reproduction, growth, and development, maturing, connected with the lungs and water metabolism and respiration, responsible for bones, teeth, hearing, and head hair. Symptoms of an imbalance are frequent urination, urinary incontinence, vertigo, night sweats, dry mouth, poor short-term memory, low back pain, sore or weakness in the knees, ringing in the ears, hair loss, hair that turns gray prematurely, loss of hair and osteoporosis in the lowered libido. So these are all clues that there might be some kind of imbalance and that whether you realize it or not, you might have something that you're afraid of that needs to be reconciled and made peace with. Next up is to look at, uh, from there, your uh, liver, which is the next big one. This is a filtration device. This houses the emotion of anger. And when this emotion is out of balance, explosive anger, resentment, frustration, irritability, bitterness, moodiness happens. Function stores the blood, um, the liver does, responsible for smooth flow of blood and chi throughout the body, regulates secretion of the bile, connected with the tendons, nails, and eyes. Liver uh, also helps you um, have just the digestion and filtration. If you think about what the liver is doing, it's filtering different things in the body so that you can process the good stuff. Uh, imbalance is chest distension, red face, bitter taste in the mouth, dizziness, ringing in the ears, jaundice, menstrual problems, headaches, tendonitis, nausea, vomiting, sighing, breast tenderness, swelling and itching of the genitals, blurred vision, uh, floaters, dry skin, and hair. So this gives us the suggestion of what is in imbalance, and then we decide what we want to do with it. In addition, uh, the, heart, the, the organs are paired. So you have a yin and a yang energy that is working uh, with each other. So if, if you are experiencing extreme mood springs between joy and fear, it indicates the imbalances between the heart and the kidney, joy and fear. Uh, so you would see in this situation insomnia, dream disturbances, heart palpitations, and dizziness. 
If you're experiencing violent mood swings between anger and grief, an imbalance between liver and lung is present with symptoms involving problems as issues of blood, um, bowel movements and waking up between 1 and 5 a.m. So this gives us the barometers that there might be two things going on at once and then how uh, to work it out. And then there's things to notice, like maybe you have uh, depression, but it's actually rooted towards anger. Mm -hmm. And that is what needs to be brought into balance. So it's not a simple thing saying I have anger and my liver's responsible. But we can start with the emotion or the situation if it's depression and start to treat that and see what happens. When we start to analyze that, we realize that what's there. For instance, sometimes depression comes from panic attack fear. In this case, you know, the kidneys would be suspect. Uh, another one, if you're obsessively thinking or worried, characterize uh, or worrying characterizes depression, we would also look to the spleen. So there's some analysis to be done and then to see what's going on in the physical body. You know, what is there actual physical disturbance in your liver? That can also be another clue because, like I said, you might be really good at hiding that you're having an imbalance maybe in your heart by just putting on a happy face so everyone thinks you're happy and they don't realize that you're actually suffering inside. I see this a lot at a clinic I work at. Everyone's really good at putting on a mask to pretend they're one way until they're asked and then they'll share how they're feeling but that mask sometimes is still there. So from here, what I'd like us to do is take a moment and uh, just be with yourself for a moment, uh, breathing in and out, and really take in two things. What's going on in my physical body? Am I in balance in all aspects of my body? And am I in balance in all aspects of my emotions? Now, if you're one of those people that doesn't want to emote at all and maybe every once in a while you let out certain emotions, you need to be honest with yourself that are you allowing yourself to uh, experience emotions in a healthy manner in, in such that you can share them with the world around you, but you're not destructive with them. And also, are you willing to examine what might be at disharmony within you and creating an imbalance so you can bring yourself back into harmony? So, with that being said, welcome you to take a nice deep breath and then exhale out. Another one, deep breath in and out. And just welcome yourself to connect a little bit with the medicine from Nahako, medicine for the people, and think about letting that which is not in harmony, wash away. part of something special we're a part of something special we're a part of something special 
it's a crack in time A wrinkle falling from the nest Young eagle, I will pull my feathers out Stay humble, stay humble Stay humble Stay humble Uncle Mona taught us like an elder Took us under older brother He said, this is powerful country This is powerful country And we felt like we were returning To our land rebels and the shepherds of the sea Takers are taking what the leavers will leave So, greet me the Black Prince Cicada Such a loud voice for a tiny creature Oh, teach me to let go of all of my pain I do forgive, I don't forget these things I do forgive, I don't forget these things Oh, we burn the blue gum for a safe path the dirt and my war paint was red ochre clay hoka hey my war paint was red ochre clay hoka hey red ochre clay oh our prayers ignited and cast out into the shire and the song of our struggle came straight from the fire it goes holy holy Wash us clean of our pain and suffering Give us strength for our new beginnings And my deepest thanks I sing It'll wash away, it will wash away Lift them up, it'll wash away It will wash away, lift them up It'll wash away Lift em up Today's a good day 
special We're a part of something special It's a crack in time A wrinkle Falling from the nest Young eagle I will pull my feathers out Stay humble Stay humble Stay humble Emotions connecting with our inner emotions and how we choose to resolve them and how we choose to express them in the present moment. So right now I've talked about this before with the age of social media the way it is. We're really great at putting on a masquerade. Most all people are putting on a masquerade on what they put out into the world and the harm in this is that you're not being true to yourself and you're causing disharmony that could build up over time as you continue to pretend to be something that you're not, pretend that you embody something that you're not, looking for attention where you're probably best not to receive it. And then what happens is over time, we continue to get these infeeds, this frequency that's kind of pushing at us and causes these emotions to express themselves through our body and over time that can bring the disharmony in so hopefully during that segment you had a chance to really acknowledge that which isn't in harmony with yourself and that which you are ready to bring back into harmony and with that being said i would love for you to connect in this moment to that aspect of yourself where you identified in the physical body and the emotional body, meaning your heart, and not the physical heart, but the, we'll just call it the emotional heart, your emotional GPS, that tends to be out of balance, where you might have mood swings, where you uh, might have actions that you regret later. And with that being said, seeing where you want to go from there. So what I'd like you to do, if inspired, take a moment to take a nice deep breath in and out and then decide in this moment you know what I tend to let's say emote a lot of sadness and when I have that sadness it takes me to a place where I don't really like to go and if that's the case then are you ready to make that shift for yourself and others because those emotions over time and space impact others so decide what you'd like to do from there and take a moment to gently breathe in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. 
Again, inhale and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, welcoming you to be present with yourself in this moment and connect with what you're ready to do next. So let's just talk about the emotions again. So if you have a lot of anger inside of you, are you ready to make peace and welcome in some forgiveness for self and others? If you're not feeling a lot of joy in your life, are you ready to find some joy in your life and focus the attention there? Typically a sign of where we're having emotional imbalance is when we look to the outside world and we start to wreak havoc we create chaos because we're at disharmony within ourselves. and when that's the case we have this opportunity to say hey you know what I want to correct my behavior and I would like to show up a little differently so if we look at joy and say that we don't want to feel hatred anymore so we want to employ joy to come in and help us out if we have a lot of suspicion we want to employ joy to keep us from that emotion in every moment we have the opportunity to access a little bit of a remedy to counterbalance so if you're feeling angry let's say are you willing to employ uh, some support to yourself. So I want you to ask yourself, we're going to go through these baseline emotions. Again, there's this full spectrum of emotions, but let's say you're feeling angry. What calms you down? And I would love for you to walk, write this down right now. What calms you down if you're feeling angry? And see what comes up. For each one of us, it's going to be a little different. So again, if you're feeling angry, what brings you to a most certain calm. That might be running, that might be working out, that might be walking, all those different things. But decide what works from there and where you want to go with it. So again, if you're angry, what helps you feel calm? Bringing that anger down so you're not causing harm to self and others. Then, from there, do you tend to have fear? Are you afraid? And what makes you feel safe? So write that down. Do I have fear? And what helps me feel safe? Write that down. And these are going to be your go-tos. And then, from there, let's look at sadness. This is in the lungs and if we have sadness what helps you feel content? No longer sad but content where you can really optimize what's going on in your lungs let's say. So this is the key here. We don't want to overtax our liver, we don't want to overtax our kidneys, we don't want to overtax our lungs, spleen, heart. So sadness, what helps you feel content or resolve or uh, back to a most centered 
or most certain calm. Then from there, if you're worrying or overthinking, how do you shift the direction? How do you shift from the worry and move to something else? And then next, from there, are you feeling despair, depression, restlessness, lack of vitality? Are you feeling lack of joy in your life? And if so, or when you do maybe, how do you bring yourself back to that happy state? What do you do to make yourself laugh and have a good time? Do you allow yourself to do that? There's people that don't even allow themselves to smile. Uh, so write down what that is. So again, how do you bring joy into your life? How do you reduce the amount of worrying or overthinking or, and or eliminate? How do you like to remedy sadness and grief? And how do you like to remedy fear? How do you like to remedy anger? And from there, any other emotions that you can think of, these are the, these like baselines as they associate with our major organ systems, what is the remedy for them? So pause the tape for a moment and just write down what your remedies are. And the remedies are specific to you. For each one of us, it's a little different. So how we quiet the mind, someone might say, meditate. Someone else might say, ah, I need to run 20 miles. Uh, some person might say, I need to go play basketball, or I need to go to the gym, or I need to paint. Whatever it might be, you decide. It's, it's not one size fits all. Everyone has a different way of moving through the moment by deciding how they want to meet the moment. So what I'd like you to do is take a nice deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in, and out. Again, inhale, and exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. Continuing to breathe in and out.
Now, when we have that time to self-reflect and to just simply take uh, some nice deep breaths, breathing in and out, then we have the opportunity to decide what we want to do as we move into the next. We get to decide you can decide from there how you want to move forward, what action you want to take. And sometimes uh, you might say, oh, this is what I want to do, but uh, all other things take over your neural pathways, your, your past experiences, all those different things take over and inhibit you from taking the action you want. So this is a practice. So to start, as I mentioned last week, is to identify what you're feeling in a moment. And then from there, harness the energy. If you stop and take that breath, those breathing in and out, then you have the opportunity to decide, where do I want to go with this? Now the habit might be to go to anger, but then that might perpetuate more anger, more disharmony in the liver, rather than going from the disharmony in the liver and perpetuating that, you could say, hmm, feeling anger, but I don't want to go to anger. I'm going to go to forgiveness. And sometimes you won't even know why you're forgiving someone or something because this might be from past action meaning from another lifetime and so if you just go and say hey huh, i want to practice forgiveness or you might bring in the sentiment of gratitude when we bring in the sentiment of gratitude especially when we're in an emotive state that's not comfortable what this does is it redirects the energy in a way that's beneficial to self and others and this requires us to think for a moment, ah, what am I grateful for in this moment? What, gosh, I'm so angry at my boss, but you know what? What am I grateful for about my boss? Hmm, wow, you know what? My boss has done this for me, and that was really kind. I'm grateful for that. Then you focus on that, and then you can move that energy forward in a way that's helpful. Then when you're calm, when the affect comes down, then you can start to digest, what's that anger about? What do I need to do to shift so that doesn't keep rising up and I don't keep metaphorically or figuratively hitting my head against the wall because you're not going to go anywhere with that energy. So you decide what you would like to do in each and every moment, but it takes awareness. So the other thing we have to realize is that when we have an emotion, it's attached to an ideology or a theology or both, and it's been passed down to us through our ancestors, through our family dynamics, and it's something that we might just naturally repeat because that's what's been modeled for us. So when we define these emotions, the definition is going to be very different for everyone because they're based on different experiences. For instance, something like anxiety or worry. You might have had parents that worried a lot and then you adopt this method of worrying because you think that's the natural way to do things, but you don't have to do that. That's a choice. So in every single moment, we have the opportunity to decide what we want to do, where we want to go with things, and how we want to address them. So you decide in this moment what works for you, and then go from there. And like I said, it's a practice. So what I would recommend is to start taking the essence of feelings and meaning the energetic frequency that's coming in and take a pause there. Take a couple breaths in, feel it come in, remove yourself from a situation if it's really charged. Breathe, bring yourself back to neutral or go for a run or a walk or whatever it might be. And then reapproach. 
if the horse is out of the gate and it's running away and maybe maybe you're inappropriately joyful in a moment or whatever it might be so notice the frequency coming in take a pause for a moment before you attach to an emotion or an action or words or all of the above and see where you'd like to direct it maybe you don't want to do anything maybe you want to keep a most certain calm in that situation and not rock the horse so to speak so from there let's have you take another deep breath in and out again deep breath in and out again inhale and exhale And see that little, that little moment of breathing for a couple moments, breathing in and out, gives us a chance to, to assess what we want to do next, what we really want to do next. And so what do we want to create in the present moment? It's up to you. You decide. How do we want to make someone feel? Where do we want to go with that information? And where is it going to lead us? So take another deep breath in and out again inhale and exhale another one inhale and exhale So as we sign out today, if you can do this one thing, is start to be aware of your emotions, what they mean to you, and decide how you want to set the stage in the present moment of your life. And when you start to be aware of those emotions, then you'll start to go a little bit back in time to see what the frequency that was leading in with them and start to get into the practice of how you want to move forward with them into the next. Utilize the pause with the breath before you move into action, before you move into emotive behavior, so that you can really discern, hey, is this a reoccurring pattern that I'm ready to change, ready to bring into harmony, bring into balance, or do I want to continue to perpetuate the cycle? And remember, the power of choice is with you. So we're going to sign out with another music segment. I encourage you just to be here a little bit longer. Nourish yourself with the breath and think about this song from the album Leaf, Back to the Start. So this is where the repatterning starts as we let ourselves go back to our original state. Our original state is a state of harmony. Again, take a deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. <laughs>